What is going on, People in Mind listeners? Welcome back to the People in Mind podcast. It's your host, Jordan Lee Dixon. We got the lovely... Mila G tuning in. And today we have a wonderful, brand new guest for you all today. We got Skylar Humphrey, everybody. Woo! <laughs> Peace and love, baby. Yes, sir. Peace yes, sir. and love. Hey, if you guys don't know, Skylar is a bodybuilder. He goes to the he goes to UCF. Um, I found you at the UCF campus in the RWC working out, right? And I know I remember coming up to you and saying like, "This guy," like just looking at your physique. Of course, a man who's comfortable in sexuality can look at another man's physique and say, "Hey, listen, brother, you gotta you be working out." You feel me? Like without any any any, without just. Just be secure in yourself. So I went to him. I was like, listen, man. Well, I'm glad you do it. <laughs> I'm glad you, at least you do it. Hey, man, listen, you know? brother. I, I have no shame <laughs> in my game, man. But, you know, I went to you. I was like, hey, brother, do you compete? Because I love bodybuilding. Of course, I tried it for a little while. I wasn't committed to it. But I love watching the sport. I have friends who are bodybuilders. And I can kind of see, like, when a person's actually serious about their physique. So I mm-hmm. went to you and I said, hey, man, do you compete? And then he was like, yeah, you know? And then um, was like, then I asked you, have you ever heard about Wim Hof method? Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know who Wim Hof is, he's called <clears throat> the Iceman, right? He's the guy who has the world record of basically staying in sub-zero water for the longest time. And he has his breathing method. Yes. Yeah. It was ridiculous. He's broken so many world records, and he says you can cure anything through breathing. Mm-hmm. And I get it. It's, it's intense. Because through your breath, you come out with a lot of introspective feelings. A lot of the things that you hold dear start mm-hmm. to come out, and it comes out through your breath. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have these out of body experiences, kind of gets you high, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. In holding your breath? Mm. Well, breathing. It, it's, it's a technique. It's yeah. a technique. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. I wholeheartedly believe that. The breath is the most essential part of our life. And that's where God lies, in the breath. <clears throat> and when you can combine the breath with conscious act of controlling that breath and not letting that breath take control of you, that's when you, that's when you control the destiny because you, you hold the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I don't think people think about breathing. Because as we know, when you study like um, anatomy, physiology, like... Um, it's an involuntary thing like um, you can't you keep breathing if you of course if you're alive it is a, it is a single thing that keeps us alive yeah. you think so yeah don't breathe what happens you well, die but what about our blood though there's the oxygen in the blood i'm you just, I'm to just saying to get that oxygen. well of course but i'm just saying you know I, when I'm you go those to advocates <laughs> i have to push you to this <laughs> limit i have to push to get where you're actually getting at but of course like naturally like of course the well, blood like that's what we need um that's what we need because you know when, um, if you believe in Christianity, the first word of the Bible, it says, like, made him out of clay and then breathed the breath of life into him. So, mm-hmm. of course, like, I, trust me, I totally feel you on that. And it's crazy how people, they're breathing. Even sometimes with me, like, when I don't notice that I'm breathing is when I zone in back into it. I, yeah. I zone, like, I feel where it's coming from. Like, if it's coming from down here, is it, like, a chest? Like, is it coming from, like, my mouth, my nose, mm-hmm. you know, like, just... And like centering it all out, you know, fixing your posture, mm-hmm. like centering it all out to get that balance, to come back at one so you can like go back out again. Well, even look at what people do when you <clears throat> resuscitate them. Let's just say if you had to give somebody um, CPR or something mm-hmm. like that, the first thing that they do is, 
you know, taking yeah. a breath. Yeah. Right? That that life. Life mm-hmm. in itself. Breath. Right? Even when you wake up in the morning you you breathe. Some people don't even take that big breath though. Believe it or not. Believe it. that's what I'm that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. It's like breathing is like so important to us like it's the most essential part of life but people don't even realize that like they're breathing like people are used to like shallow breath of, the shorter the breath know. the shorter the life the longer the breath the longer the life yeah because you have controllability over the breath if you want a long life work on your breathing every single day mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's the conscious act that you have to make and that is a very difficult conscious act to make because of the unawareness of the breath and all you got to do is just say the breath is the most essential part of your life. Mathematically, people go... Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't even got to explain it to somebody. Just make them think about it. Yeah. Because you ain't going to change that person's pers- perspective right then and there. Right. People, people don't want to change. And that's, that's the issue. Why? Why? All right. Why would I want to worry about my breath? Breathe fine. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, <laughs> but... That's why we're on a podcast because they got to listen to us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you, this is what we're here to do. Right. The people in mind to give them. The this people in mind need inform. They need information. They need to be able to listen to information without talking shit back. Yeah. They need. They need to understand that the conquerors in the building right now. You know what I'm saying? And that yes. the breath. The breath <laughs> is the most essential part of your day. Mm-hmm. And it is the most essential part because without that breath, what are you? So take control mm-hmm. of that breath. Rigor mortis. Take 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 da, da, take control da, da, of that da, breath. Yeah. <laughs> and visualize that breath as being your eternal, your your eternity mm-hmm. in reaching your destiny. The longer the breath, the longer the life. The shorter the breath, the shorter the life. The shorter the breath is no conscious or awareness of the breath. Mm-hmm. The longer the breath, the, the conscious and the awareness of the breath. And I think yeah. I think shortness of breath is indicative of a person who is constantly living in anxiety yeah Yeah. they're always thinking about what's the next move or i'm worried about this and i'm worried about this and through these actions they have to breathe through all of these actions because i gotta i I gotta i gotta i gotta yeah and they're trying to breathe through all of these things when they can't even function right and Mm -hmm. when you think about it they need the breath the oxygen to help their brain like think faster quicker whatever they need to do more efficiently mm-hmm. it needs more oxygen so that like, the blood can pump it so you can move faster better like be more aware of what it is that you're doing instead of <sighs> you're you're literally stifling your own brain by not breathing properly when you get anxious which is <laughs> why literally sometimes i get upset all i need to do is count to 10. <sighs> i like it literally like you start to think okay is my heart beating fast Am I fitter? Am I jittery? Like, am I sweating? And I kind of, you know, you start to feel what's going around, like, what on the inside. Like you were saying earlier while we were talking about, um, like, the breath is consciousness. Like, with meditation, like, I tr- I've, I've tried to take, pick up medica- uh, meditation, sorry. And I realized that, like, in breathing, especially, like, realizing where I was breathing from, I realized I was breathing the wrong way. I wasn't using my diaphragm. Mm-hmm. And so then, in learning that, immediately, see, look at that. Even in just the suggestion, you immediately, exactly. So when I realized that my diaphragm was... Well, I got to practice it. Well, of course, exactly. It's a practice. So I got to I gotta catch on to the cues that you're giving me because yeah, life's all about like the cues. That. You know what I'm saying? Like She's giving me cues right now. Yeah, I got I to gotta be aware of the cues. Yeah. So Fix my you, diaphragm. Don't be unaware of what you're telling yeah. me. I will listen to you, Mama, for sure. I will okay, listen. Okay, I you. love it. I love it. So literally, your diaphragm. You literally have to. So teach me how to do it. 
What's, legs, your, what's your process? Legs, well, I ha I'm wearing a skirt right now, so I have to be very ladylike about this. You okay. Know? But your legs are supposed to be grounded. Okay. And um, sh like shoulders, shoulders like with, that's what you like so <laughs> yeah, match up your legs with your shoulders. Okay. And a really good way to like practice using your diaphragm is literally curving your spine downwards when you like do, like when you. When I breathe in. Yeah, when you breathe in, you cur start from a curved position. Mm -hmm. And bring your arms back. As I breathe in. Yes, and bring them backwards. So you can hold it to tighten your diaphragm. Mm -hmm. You hold it, mm -hmm. and then you let it go. But then you don't don't fold back over. Keep the posture. Then you realize your diaphragm. You're starting to use your diaphragm. You know your obliques are tighter. See, I know a little stuff. You know what I'm saying? Something, something. A little something. I see. I see. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about body like. It literally changes and you start to sit. Give me this that. Way. It'll give me that curve though. <laughs> I don't know if it gives you the arch in the back, but well, I'm trying to get the arch in the saying? back though. I'm trying to arch hit the, the back. I'm trying to hit that. You know, well, you know what? it's funny because we were actually talking about yoga earlier. Mm -hmm. yeah. How yoga is in everything that we do. Yeah. Literally. It's your practice and your practice is your life. Right? We go to a yoga class, you start to think about, hey, you know, they tell you, hey, this is your practice. Of course we're gonna put you in positions, but do it as your practice. You don't have to do it perfectly. Or you mm -hmm. have to do it this way or that way, like everybody else. You don't have to do yoga sitting crisscross applesauce. You mm -hmm. can sit like this and do yoga. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Be in the shower, listening to music, mm -hmm. dancing. Mm -hmm. That's how I meditate. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so many different ways to do this. Mm -hmm. You're not restricted by any one thing, which ties back into you saying that each person has to come to it for themselves. Yes. Because my worry about starting meditation was that, oh man, I can't meditate for 30 minutes at a time. Because you think of yoga, oh you think of a little, you think of a monk sitting on, you know, sitting on a rock doing it. You know, which is, that's what the truest form is, you know, but in order to get to the point to where you are meditating properly, I believe that you have to get to that, that one spot though. Yeah. Of complete, um, satisfaction and acceptance within the self and understanding that everything around you in this moment is is perfect is is, yeah. is exactly how it is supposed to be mm -hmm. you can't resist it you cannot resist yeah. you cannot resist um temptation of buying into negativity yeah. and so that's what yoga is and um i think yoga it's something that, you know, especially in our culture, it's something that is being implemented very, at a very minute rate, like where it's, you can start to see it more and more, especially yeah. in our um, It's more generation. normalized to say, hey, I do yoga, hey, I do yoga yeah, too. I do yoga. But it's still, it's still people think yoga and you're like, oh, you're sitting on mats and you're, you know, you're doing a little Sidrith Buddha mm. thing. And it's Got like, it's, sage yeah, it's sage doing all of that. And it's, it's really, it's really not, that you know like um I had, there's this app that i use called headspace mm -hmm. um and it helps me with guided meditations because of course i'm not there yet in my own walk like being able to like focus on something so it helps me do that but then he even said um that sometimes when you want to meditate you can listen to the sounds outside yeah and while you're listening to the sounds outside like watch your thoughts literally just like go past but don't sit on it mm -hmm. like don't think oh i have a test study for it you have a test to study for. Yeah, next thought. Like, next thought, yeah. Dang, there's food on the stove. You should probably go get that. But still, you know, like, you can think, and it literally slows you down enough to, like, pay attention to what you need to. But then you realize all the clutter that's in your head 
from meditating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much clutter. Like you thinking like I remember I was think I was meditating once. And I started to think about salt. Salt? Salt. I don't know why. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. Maybe you need to go buy some salt. I don't know. Maybe she was salty about something. Right? Probably probably salty about about something. I have no but but even What then, were you salty if, about? That's pop. I don't know, but then I had to think about, <laughs> about song. You know what I'm saying? Kidding. Like, no, but it very well. You never know. Like sometimes it's like, okay, well, what's that? That insert is that coming from my subconsciousness? Like, yeah. Like literally, certain things that start to pop up from something as simple as watching your like your breath, watching your thoughts, watching like your movements. Yeah. Right. So then you got to create a mantra. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the mantra is what you go to every single time that a, that a thought comes through. Mm-hmm. For me. Baddest man walking. Why? Because I'm going to act on that. Mm-hmm. And every single time that a distraction comes in, I'm the baddest man walking. Yeah. Why? Because people need me at my best. Yes. That negative person, right? Yoga, what it, what it is for me is, what, what yoga is for me is that process of creating a mantra and knowing that I can get to this spot of knowing who I am because of somebody else. Which is God. Right. <clears throat> Speaking of mantra, I'm sorry if I cut you off, my brother, but I have a mantra. And because of a person who I am, I, I suffer from anxiety. And I have depressive tendencies. I can't necessarily say I suffer from depression. Yeah. Um, but I have depressive tendencies. And there's one mantra that I always tell myself is, I exist. I exist. Mm-hmm. I exist. Because there's a lot of times where people who walk around this world will just non-existent in a way they're just doing a bunch of stuff they're busy but not productive yeah they're walking in life and they're not achieving anything nobody notices them if they're gone they're just but a whisper in the wind you understand so my thing is my biggest fear is to be lonely is to have loneliness Mm -hmm. in my life so then you got to seek that i have to seek that and usually what i do i forget i try to do for others i try to seek it externally try Mm -hmm. to make sure i implant myself in people's lives that's the battle that's the battle because now i i lose myself so through my own guided meditation because i struggle listening to music doing it i have to listen to my heartbeat i have to really because i have heavy breaths so i have to really listen and feel my breaths come yeah. through. I need, I need silence, and I need to continuously tell myself I exist, I exist, I exist. Because then are, then there are times where I feel as if I don't exist, and then my anxiety starts to take over. Because mm-hmm. anxiety to me feels like another person that you have to carry around with yep. you. Sometimes it's small and it's meek and it's timid, and you can control it. And you can, like a little child, you have to put on a leash, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes, or a lot of times, it's bigger than you, mm-hmm. right? And then it can put you in a chokehold. Right. And it can say, nah, bro, you are not going anywhere tonight. Yeah. And then sometimes it's like that one little muse that you have in your head that's so seductive and it's so promising of peace that you find solace in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, like the voice, when when people, people that suffer from depression um, or people that have suicidal, suicidal ideation, like... When they, when you ask them, okay, well, what does the voice in your head sounds like? No one tells you it sounds like that. Lord, hababaloo noise, like I don't know, screaming at me. Look at me. It's that, <laughs> it's that quiet, like, hey, you should probably do that. Hey, maybe you're not really good at that. Which also brings to think about how important it is, like the things that you say to yourself, like yeah. these, these mantras. 
um, the way that you like label yourself and um, the words that we choose like you're talking about language like they really are important yeah very important the way you frame not even just I want to bring attention to the to the um, to the to the personal self mm-hmm. not to what other people say about us yeah because we of course we think about identity like when you think about it you use other people tell you who you are to think okay I'm a pick and choose you know what it is that, that I am from what these people have said to me so mm-hmm. if enough people tell you that you're ugly you're gonna start believing you're probably it. going to believe them yeah. if enough people that you tell you that you're smart and that you're capable of doing a lot of things you're probably gonna believe them but at the end of the day it's a voice that says you know I am smart you know hmm, maybe I'm a little shy oh mm, I could do this math question it's oh I'm not good at math like the way you talk to yourself is so important like maybe if you say okay well maybe if you are shy don't say you're shy maybe you say you know takes you a while to warm up to people yeah that totally break to, like brings to like brings to light a whole other side of yourself that you still are capable of getting to know people but yeah. it takes a while for you to get there so like, Skylar I have a I'm sorry if yeah, I, no, you you're good. I have a question for you in terms of self self speak because I've always I, I believe I asked you this before and I ask a lot of my close friends this whenever I'm trying to get to know them or anything like that or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. and and I ask myself this every time I get introspective is that if you had a friend that spoke to you the same way you spoke to yourself would you still allow that person to be your friend hell yeah how so? And I'm glad you answered that. Hell yeah. Glad you answered that. A lot of people. Because I wish there was more people, people like me. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> well, a wish is a wish is far is a far chosen word. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. But that's my that's what I'm doing. I'm just trying to help a bunch of people see the same light I'm seeing. Right. That's what I'm gonna do. But how do I do? How, how do I do it for myself? Is that the question? Yeah. Well, I like to create. I like to. I like to create analogies. Mm-hmm. And firstly, I like to say anything I say is, is my opinion, created by me. Any word, any man has said, has not come from God. Meaning, that you can say at free will what you want. So anything that man says, there is some truth behind what he says. Mm-hmm. But that is not the whole truth. It, it is not the whole truth. Therefore. I create my philosophy Mm -hmm. and I look at it simply like a positive and negative Mm t-chart okay and we have to understand that in the external world it it is a negative place Mm -hmm. there is negativity Mm -hmm. around it there is negativity we can look at an atom and just like an atom there's negativity around atom so we are an atom we can make that comparable Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So we can. We, a nerd. We, we, <laughs> it's just like, oh yes. <laughs> at, at a simpler level, at a simpler yeah. level, what we are through what we've found. Yeah. Okay. Through a lot of, uh, through you know, self analysis, introspection. Right. Mm-hmm. We have, and, and through other techniques that mm-hmm. scientists have used, we have found that at the most basic structure, there's an atom, and and there is, uh, a relative existence between a positive and a negative. And it, okay, so that that elect, that electricity is here mm-hmm. in our mind. We create that now. We create that. Like I said, this is my philosophy, my opinion. But if we create the positivity and the negativity, then there's got to be an internal way to build a habit on building positive thoughts. Yeah. And that positivity is the awareness of that thought process in your head. 
And so, if the world is filled with external, let's let's call it let's call it a lot of information is negative. Let's say a lot of it because, like you said, the words we use will bind us to yeah. specific ways. Okay, so let's say something out there is funny to us, but we're not realizing the words that they're using. The that is going to cause an effect on our you know, chemistry that's going on in our brain, mm -hmm. that positivity and negativity. So I have to build a habit on creating positive words 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because if I don't, then I will be subject, I will be prone, I will be exposed to the external world and I will have no defense mechanism because I didn't beat it here. That's how I look at it. Mm. I, like I think it's more like, I think it's like wavelengths, right? I feel as if our minds are like radios. Well, they are. Yeah. There's five specific mm -hmm. wavelengths in the brain. There's five Beta specific. Beta waves, alpha waves. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And you can choose, and in terms of positive, positivity, data, and data. There's always negative. It's mm -hmm. easy to paint a picture when you only look at the negatives, because the negatives are sometimes the loudest. Yep. Right. It's easy to look at that because I feel as if the basic human state is within positive vibes, but then when we get exposed to something that is outside of the positive vibes. We pay attention to that because right. it's new. And then we start to set our radio, we start to set our <coughs> tuner, start to set our wavelengths to that negative vibe. Yeah. A lot of times what we have to do is, all right, now I got to change back to the station that I normally listen to, that the station that makes me happy, the station of myself, which is positivity. Mm -hmm. And I have to choose to listen to the station and start to tune out whatever that other station yeah. was telling me. Yeah. However, you have to look at what is positive, what is negative based on perspective. Because mm -hmm. perspective is based on reality and reality and all that stuff is based on your values, mm -hmm. right? So you have to look at, okay, I understand that over here, this person is saying a lot of these horrible things about me, my family, the things that I do and say and things like that. However, what is something positive I can choose to do today? You know, some people may be homeless. But a homeless person still got to get up in the morning and find some sort of positivity to live yeah. their life because there's so many negative negativity surrounding them. Perfect example. Um, our producer Chelsea and I, we used to do blessing bags for the homeless back down in Broward County. And what we did is that we went out and we gave out um, toiletries and we gave out clothes and of course we gave out food. I, I think we gave out food, but we gave out toiletries and clothes and things like that. To, to the homeless. What we saw was something extraordinary. Even homeless people have community. And then there are, there are those who lead the community. The, there are the caretakers. Mm -hmm. And then there are the people who are being taken care of. Mm -hmm. And it was surprising to me is that when we came out with the bags, one to two people came up and was like, thank you. And they started hanging them out based on people's needs mm. nothing selfish the person that person who started handing the stuff out took last because he realized i don't need all this there are people who in this community needed that mm -hmm. if that person's wavelength was solely set to negativity and all the things that they didn't have mm -hmm. they could have took taken everything for themselves and left everybody else to suffer yeah and that was amazing to me because that put a lot of things in perspective yeah. Like, what am I doing? Why am I always looking at the negatives? Why do I put so much energy into things yeah. that I don't have? I don't have it. Let it go. Yeah. Like the um, the the 
the allegory of the cup had this half full or half empty. Exactly. Like, how are you looking at this cup? And I remember my uh, my homeboy Jordan. We were having a conversation. You know, you know, regular kids, teenage angst, and we're talking about um, things that we don't have. Naturally, your kid, you want everything in the world, pretty mm-hmm. much. And then he said something that I like. Not that it chin checked me, because I, re- you know. But naturally, I was like, wow, I was taken aback by it because he was just like, there's a lot of people worrying about their cup that's half empty or half full when there's people that don't even have a cup to drink. Mm. And I said, exactly. I was like, my 17 year old self, I was just like, yo, that, that's it. Exactly. That's the kicker right there. And I said, you know what? Bitch, I got a glass. <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm just happy there's something Lord, in the cup. You know? I have a glass. If it even is a drop, yeah. I got something in my cup. <laughs> and it's choosing that positivity all the time. Because even when stuff like when stuff is too good or even when stuff gets bad, the fact that you keep choosing, you're making the conscious decision to choose that positivity every time, mm-hmm. it's gonna make a difference in um it's gonna make a difference in how like you you look at things. Like even the same friend, like his car broke down on the highway and I swear I was texting him, I'm worried. And he was like, oh, I'm good, man. I got life. And I was like, yes. That's it. Every time, every time he keeps, like, showing me, like, that positivity and choosing happiness. Mm-hmm. Like, happiness is a choice. Mm-hmm. It's you a know? direction. Yeah. It's literally, it's a choice that you choose. You choose to walk and, you know, look at all the things that you have. And you come up and look at the sum yeah. of all that you have. And like, okay, I have something and not nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. Think, you know? Speaking of that and speaking of the choice, Skylar, you do something on your social media and the way you live your life and how you um, narrate your existence is this thing called BMW. Mm-hmm. I want you to explain to me what BMW means and how did you come up with something like that? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> BMW is just a replication of what I see myself as being. What does it mean? Baddest man walking. Baddest Say it one more so, time. So baddest man walking. When I'm in the building, I am the baddest man walking. <laughs> and the reason that is is because that's who I gotta be. That's that's what I hear in my head. Mm. And, and to me, the baddest man is that little kid that was beat up, you know, but made fun of, and and I was just too little to be able to do anything, so I was just laugh about it, you know. Yeah. And like. <laughs> Then you, you get a little older and you don't want to really laugh about it anymore. You start to get a little angry, you know, you start to you start to want to find reasons to be angry instead of being successful or, or whatever the case may be. But I, I come up with something new every six months. BMW is who I am right now. You know, like before that, it was the future. Why? Because that's who I saw myself as being. And I'm, I want to be that person. I, when I see myself, I want to be the highest version of myself and that is the lowest point that i'll accept myself and i can only go higher than than that person mm-hmm. because when i live in that that's when i am exceeding and that's when i am opening up to uh new opportunities and yeah. breaking old shells and breaking old habits mm-hmm. and becoming exactly who i need to be not who i want to be but who i need to be making your best self your starting point yeah every single day every single day. every single when I wake up in the morning, I'm the baddest man walking because who else is going to do this? Who, el- who else is going to do this? When I wake up, I'm not waking up for myself because I'm the baddest man walking. No, I'm the baddest man walking because when shit hits the fan, I got your back mm. on everything. You know, and that's mm-hmm. and when I, my why is my family. Yeah. 
because because I am blessed to know what I know. And now now that I am blessed to know what I know, now I'm the conqueror. Now what you say I can't do, I'll prove you wrong and I'll make you eat your words. Mm-hmm. Not because not because not because I want to throw it in your face. No. But that that is that is the spiritual that is the spiritual devil trying to dampen and break me. But when the Lord, when the Lord enters your life, Amen. sight to be seen. Amen. And that's what it's about. That's what the BMW is. It, it's a sight to be seen because I'm nothing less than that. This is what I'm here to do. What I'm here to do is I'm here to conquer. I got a family and they need me. Yep. Therefore, whatever I set my mind to, by God, it will be done. I will say it into that mountain and by God, it will be done. And that's because... I have an internal compass and a direction that leads me to the highest purpose. Mm. Yeah. Because I'm called and I am chosen. That's powerful. And fear of the Lord is when knowledge begins. Fear of the Lord, fear of the Lord, fear of my decision is when knowledge begins. I make a decision every single second. Every single second my life counts. Mm. Why? Because God's looking at me like that too. I care about your life and every single second I care about you. He was with he was with me. He was with me in that place. He was with me in that place Mm -hmm. and in that place. And there ain't no difference now. Life's a season. And so when I make a decision in the season, who am I depending on? Not myself. I'm not depending on myself. I'm depending on that person right there because that's who God is. That person. And so I have to be able to be there for that person because they're there for me, whether I like it or not. That's just how it rolls. Brother, I tell you that's powerful because I can tell you that I had a dream one time, right? That I died and I went to heaven. Mm-hmm. And I was standing at the pearly gates and I was waiting for my turn. I felt as if, boy, I tell you, man, I was, I was living life right. I was doing good by everybody. Everybody had nice things to say about me. Mm-hmm. I didn't hurt too many people. Mm-hmm. And when I did, I reconciled. And I praised God every time, every chance I got. However, there was one thing that I didn't do. I didn't live my purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm. I there didn't fulfill my purpose, nor did I even start my purpose. I was doing a lot of things outside of my purpose, outside of the lane that God put me in. And I never praised him. I never asked God to help me get back into that lane. So when I went to get to my turn mm. and the Lord was looking at me, I was waving to God. I said, God, thank you for allowing me the opportunity. Thank you. I live my life to praise you, to uplift you. Mm. Mm -hmm. God didn't look at me. I was was waving. I was like, God, God. God didn't look at me. I was like, God, can't you see me? He's like, how dare you speak to me as if I know you? I put you on that earth to be somebody, yet you ended up being somebody that that I didn't put you on the earth to be. So I don't know you. Mm. I can't know you because you didn't uplift your end of the bargain. I gave you life and you wasted it becoming somebody that you weren't even supposed to be. I knew who you were supposed to be. I knew the person who you were supposed to be, the things that you were supposed to do. I know that man. This, This spirit in front of me now, 
You're foreign to me. Man, when I tell you I woke up crying, tears, why, why? And this was a moment in time where I was going through a lot. 2016, I was going through a breakup. (laughs) (laughs) That'll always break your heart. Um, I was going through a breakup. I wasn't achieving anything in my life. School was, it was, I was really just starting to get serious about school, but I was, I was just, wasn't nothing hit i was trying to do a lot of things mm-hmm. trying to be a rapper trying to be a singer Shit. Hit right beats, trying to be huh? an mma fighter <laughs> even before all that you understand what i'm saying a lot and of different know, identities exactly a lot of different identities not all of them interests but none of them were me mm-hmm. i had to wake up from that because that was a wake-up call oh yeah yeah that was a wake-up wake them up that's what and it was Wake at, at that moment in time, I had to ask God. I had to get introspective. Mm-hmm. I had to start breathing. <laughs> I had to start slowing things down and saying, yeah. like, yo, what do I really want? Because if I were to die today yeah. and I were to go see God, I want him to recognize me. Is that you, my good and faithful servant? Exactly. <laughs> if I haven't talked to him in a while, he going to forget about me. Yeah. But grace. But grace. But grace. Mercy okay. said no. Mm-hmm. Mercy said no in my life. A yeah, few that, times. yeah, that's that's kind of how it happened for me. Not I me, mean, not not in a dream, but <laughs> I thought I was gonna die. You know, actually, I didn't think I was gonna die, but I just saw myself going down the road I didn't want to go down. Yeah. And um, I feel like those like, moments are a little bit harder to deal with because it's almost like you see what can happen if you don't get you know pick yourself up by the bootstraps yeah and then in the event that sometimes stuff doesn't work out because sometimes it is out of your hands i do believe that there are things that just that happened that may not seem at that time Mm -hmm. to be for your like true workings (laughs) but it turns out to be exactly that way like after the fact so literally every like and I, i remember i was watching a video and um this guy, he was the, the um, like a metaphor for like your heartbeat, how it goes up and down. And mm-hmm. it's like, there's no way for you to be alive if that little thing didn't go up and if it didn't go down. Mm. So I was just like, damn, that's the very nature of our heartbeat. Do-do-f, stop, do-do-f, stop, do-do-f. that constant on and off, on and off. It's like people don't like, you know, think life is supposed to be like all happy and rainbow and sunshine, especially when you believe in God. Or if you follow what you're supposed to do, Whatever they think spiritual. they think when it comes to you, mm-hmm. when you do choose to live that walk of like that walk with God, and like they think that everything's gonna be fine, and it's like no, that's even that's what's gonna happen to you even more. Oh yeah, that's what's gonna happen to you even more because here you are, you're literally like a like a like a bomb, like mm-hmm. a nuclear bomb that's like literally passing through, walking every single one of us. Like of course you know the little candle metaphor, but all of us, especially when you walk in faith and you walk in God and you get more of a relationship with him you shine brighter and brighter and brighter like a nuclear bomb of course things are going to be yeah, attracting you might be a nuclear bomb and reacting to you but, based on that but I might be like a, a shooting star though <laughs> a shooting star is actually not that strong though so I'm just let you know that right well like you know the the, the brightest saying. shooting star you've ever seen you ever seen a bright one I have I've seen a couple hey it's sight to be seen I'll, 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 one up, I'll one up you I'll be a dwarf star Door star, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, 
door stars are very, very heavy. I'm going to let you know that right now. We shine real bright. But anyways, going back to what I, I was saying. because she's short. But ah, you thought you could one-up me. Okay, well, guess, guess what? We heavy, though. We're right there before we yeah. become, you know, the black hole. But yeah. even then, look at the black hole. You see nothing. But that's the fullness of everything. Everything literally in the universe. Well, not in the universe. In each solar system revolves around like a black hole every galaxy exists within exists within a black hole not within the black hole like literally like this is the table that's the black hole and we're all the planets and got like on all the galaxies Mm. like around it so it's not even in the center of our solar system Mm. it's literally the center of the galaxy and there's millions billions gajillions if that's even a thing of them and that's what that's the that's literally nothing that's nothingness Oblivion. It, but, like, yeah, but if, I don't know if you know about dark matter, but dark matter literally takes up ninety six percent of mass. Yeah, it's like a negative yeah. thought. It's yeah, but it, it but even in that, <laughs> like yeah, a negative thought, it yeah. literally takes up that space. Mm-hmm. So even in taking up that space, that voidness, we think there's a void, but yeah. we are what's positive because we're what you see. Mm-hmm. We're what's reacting with like your eye, like with the light. That's what you see right now. We're the yeah. positivity in that dark matter. Because we're what's opposing it. Negative and positive. But even like I was saying, when you walk through God and you're like with God and you're, you know, shining brighter, you're displacing a lot of energy. You're displacing a lot of positive energy and a lot of negative energy as well. That's why people, when people think, oh, I'm a good person and bad stuff still happens to me. It's it the happens to you, you because... Yeah. It's not, be, you know what I'm saying? It's it's literally because of and despite of what you are. Mm-hmm. You go through stuff because, you know, you're shining bright, but you would not have gone through it if you could not handle it. Because yeah. now here you are on the other side looking back. There's some things that I've been through, now I can laugh at. And because I can laugh at those things, the things that I'm dealing with now, I know that I just have to get through them. Like the yeah. emotional part, I know I have to give that my, myself that space to experience those emotions mm-hmm. because I'm a human being. But I don't have to focus too much on what I feel about it because I know I have the confidence mm-hmm. that on, when I'm on the other side, just like I am now with the other things that bothered me, I can look back and say, ha, 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 I got through that, so I'm going to get through this. Anything else that happens. So like, I think the things that don't, things don't get easier for us to like, manage. Mm-hmm. We just know how to. You just learn. Yeah, you just learn, and it just becomes like some type of yeah. like flexibility or adaptation. Like, like, that's yeah. powerful. So we have to actually have to um, wrap this up right now, man. Skylar, I really appreciate you coming on the show, my brother. Real talk, man. This was amazing. We got to have you back. We got to continue this conversation, continue this energy. Thank you all for tuning in to the People in Mind podcast. Make sure you guys tune in on our YouTube page. Follow us at The PNM Podcast on all social media platforms. That's YouTube, IG, and Instagram. This is your host, Jordan Lee Dixon. You can follow me at Unchained underscore souls with a Z. And we have the lovely... I'm Normilly. <laughs> awesome. And Skylar, where can the people follow you on? Skylar, Bo- Skylar Bodybuilding on Instagram. Um, I just have an Instagram. Right now, I'm laying low on the IG because there's a lot of uh, uh, awareness creating awesome. and uh, things that I'm, I'm working towards and passionate about, which doesn't require my attention to be put into IG. But... One day we are going to have um, many great things on there, yeah, and, and we uh, love to plug you up. Just let us know. Hey, hey, listen, it's a symbiotic hey. relationship. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. what we're here for. So 
all things considered, with the people in mind. Thank you all for coming in.